Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Now part of the ChairShot Radio Network on thechairshot.com. Remember, always use your head. You look like a dude who should be pumping my fucking gas. This isn't doing it for me. There's, I'm not getting, in, I'm not getting enjoyment out of this. He was a before the bell rings all-star. All right, everybody, it is Wednesday night, June 14th, 2023. This is the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, part of the ChairShot Radio Network. You can find us on thechairshot.com. You can listen to us just about anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. Remember, thechairshot.com, we encourage you to always use your head. I'm going to wrap around the room here and introduce this cast of characters we've got on the show tonight, starting with the man from the Rob the Genius podcast, the Minister of Truth, the Father of Facts and Figures, the Deacon of Data, the official shoot bear of the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. And let me tell you right now, out of the gate, the shoot bear is coming out hot tonight. Uh, there is going to be a shoot bear and a golden shovel sighting. Mr. Rob, how are you, sir? All right. And yes, 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 yes. Um, Locked and loaded tonight, brother. <laughs> We're going to have some fun with that one. And from hailing from the Purple Haze in Cloud Nine, Bucky's tag team partner, a man destined to go through a barbershop window. Jason, how's life, man? Doing well, my friends. Excited to be back for another week. And tonight, for myself, last but definitely not least, the man with the award-winning and holy beard, I am DJ. Going to be honest with you guys, I may be a little, little bit manic tonight. Uh, had an absolute shit day at work, uh, just from... The starting bell to the closing bell, uh, just absolute horrible day. Uh, told the guys I needed a few minutes to kind of get in the right headspace here. However, I am in the pod cave. I am surrounded by my favorite nerd things. I'm here with two of my friends. I'm going to pull it together. I've got a drink in hand. We're going to have a good show. We're going to have a good time tonight because you guys deserve it. Uh, so Thanks, that being said, that being said, uh, we've got a few things we are going to talk about, but I think we're largely going to call it in the ring. Uh, just talk some going-ons with WWE, some just recent stuff. We've got Money in the Bank coming up here in about two weeks. Uh, we're going to start firing up that chat next week as we as the card continues to build, as everything starts to take shape, and as more things come into vision. We'll talk about that more over the next week or two. But this week, let's talk titles. I'm sorry, championships. Titles, championships, belts. Rob, what are we allowed to call them these days? Um, okay, well, the old man didn't want you to call it a belt, <clears throat> so I think titles, um, championships, I think that's allowed. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, so I think, uh, I, I for me, it's I, I've trained myself to say championships, however, they're titles to me, I, they're titles. I grew up calling them titles. I, I don't have, I don't have a particular term, I just whatever, whichever word pops in my head when I'm talking. It, 
at the moment is what I call it. Yeah. Jason, what about you? Yeah, I probably use championships and titles the most. And I, you know, uh, once in a while, it'll be if it's not particularly in regard to one particular title, I might call it a strap. But I was about to say, you could go old school on it and call it a strap. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, in, in the wake of the last few weeks, WWE unveiling two absolutely gorgeous men's titles in the, what do they call it? The Universal Championship that Roman the has w- now? It's the undisputed, the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. Okay, that's the one currently around the waist of Roman Reigns and the World Heavyweight Championship around the waist of Seth Rollins. Well, I like what they did with the women. You know, people have been speculating for weeks. We had Rhea Ripley on Raw with the SmackDown Women's Championship, and we had um, just fell right out of my head. Somebody help me. Uh, Oscar. Oscar on SmackDown with the Raw Women's Championship. God, just fell right out of my head. I'm telling you guys, I'm manic tonight. Welcome to the episode. I'm going to do this all night long. I'm relying on my guys to (laughs) bail me out when I get in trouble. Uh, oh, so yeah, cool. Asuka over on SmackDown with the Raw Women's Championship. People absolutely in their feelings over WWE, and it's one of those things where they want WWE to do something with the belts, but they don't want a title swap. We've spoken spoken about that here on this show. The last title swap was awful. Uh, we didn't want them to do yeah. that again, so they did something. They created brand new Women's Championship belts for SmackDown for Raw, and they very very much echo the men's uh, main title on both respective oh. shows. Uh, Rhea Ripley's belt is like the, you know, the women's version. It's a, it's a white, white leather yeah. with, you know, with the plate. I think it looks absolutely beautiful. And the same thing with the, with the, with the now the women's they're calling undisputed, right? I'm no. not sure. Um, I thought it was undisputed. Win- I could be wrong. So well, I'm, I'm the just women's champion, the women's champion, the WWE women's championship, and the WWE Women's World Championship. Okay, and then right, thank you, you for have clarification. The WWE World, you have the WWE World Heavyweight Championship on the men's side, and also the title, the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. Okay, thank you for clarification on that, Jason. Uh, let's start you here. Won't, um, it's all stupid. They they named them dumb. So, all right, but Jason, let's start with you. You don't like the names. I don't like what they did to the women. Okay, 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 I get it. The Universal Championship. Okay, fine. It is a different belt and a different lineage. And then when you say any kind of men's world heavyweight championship, that carries a different kind of gravitas. That carries a classic gravitas. That carries a boxing gravitas. Totally fine. Cool. They are equal but different. Awesome. They're not. We all know what the real belt is. But presented to us right now, they're equal but different. The women's championships are not. It's the WWE Women's World Championship and the WWE Women's Championship. Oh, one of them okay. sounds better better than the others. Uh, I, the, the one with the longer title sounds like it's the better championship. And I just, I'm like, you, you, you could have just avoided it and either kept, I mean, you can't do heavyweight because Rhea is probably going to be the heaviest one who holds that title for a long time. Yeah. Um, and heavyweight for the women would just be weird. Um, Wait, I don't know what you do to, to it, but they did the wrong thing. Um, so that's probably 
picking nits and being a dork, but okay. uh, yeah, it, it, well, because even when um, the the world the world heavyweight championship back in the day was never the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. It was just the world. There was the WWE champion, championship and then the World Heavyweight Championship. So it almost, and it was a wink and a nod of like, hey, it doesn't have WWE in the title because it's still carrying some of that legacy of NWA and WCW and all that because it's that belt. So yeah, equal, but different. So yeah, just a miss for the women, unfortunately. Okay. I don't know what you call it, though. So I have no solution, so I'm bummed. All right, Rob, what are your thoughts? Well, okay, because here's the thing, right? Because having like a Raw and well, having show names for the women's title was, I think, was a bit of a downgrade, also. Um, because yeah, I mean, it it, it's it's almost make it sound like a game show prize or something, right? You know, um, yeah. Whereas now, when contrasted with the men, who sounds like actual fighter fighting championships. Yeah, um, but I mean, I don't. I mean, the, the naming now is convoluted, but you know, look, there's no, there is no, there is no non-convoluted way to do this. I mean, because look, I mean, I'm sorry, but I mean, unless you, know, you call one the universal and one the world again, because then there is again the classic versus the new. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just you are um, right. There's no real good way to do it because even when they had WWE Championship and then World Championship, that was stupid too. It and was, then, and then it in was. WCW, you know, when when the when the NWA reunion didn't went under, then what? You know, they had a guy. You know, I think it was Rick Rude, who had won, you know, the NWA World Title and was supposed to be holding that. And then the NWA reunion thing fell through, so he's he's kind of stuck with his belt. So they called it they called it like the WCW International title, and it was every bit. And then they did a unification eventually, but it, but it, it was every bit as stupid. It's just well, it was like when they first introduced the Universal Championship, they called it the Universal Championship. Technically, when someone it was announced and when it was formally fought for, it was the universal championship it was not the wwe championship so yeah you can look at it you're the champion of the wwe universe so aren't you the champion of everything yeah but the other one's the wwe championship with a hundred years of lineage so yeah i talked just... about that on uh last week's episode of the dw no it was the week before with with uh, pc tunny we talked about that and i talked about how looking at it from a vernacular standpoint the universe is bigger than the world. So right. by definition, in, in, in verbiage, the Universal Championship should be a more prestigious title than the World Heavyweight Championship, being that the universe is bigger than the world. Yes. And that was how it was for a while, because Brock had the Universal Championship. So obviously, they, they yeah, they, they made the dragon the champion of the universe. Okay, yeah, that's the top title. But again, the gravitas and the history of the other championship buoyed it along and didn't make it feel like a second place award. Well, and you think about that that title when it was first, you know, introduced, people took a dump all over it. They took a yeah. dump all over the idea. Look at it now. It's the most important championship in this industry. 
Sorry about your feelings. And it, it's the most. And it was, it was before it was merged with the WWE Championship. It was that way for quite a while. It was absolutely. the most important belt in the industry. Yeah, and then um, just going also going back to Crockett like for a while because um, I think because well, he brought he bought out what was left of the Georgia territory and for a while like they had the U.S. Championship and the U.S. Tag Team Championship. And then they also had the national championship and the national tag team championships. They had way too many belts back then, man. Oh yeah, because I mean that was because they had all those mergers because you know Crockett was consolidating everything, right? And, and they didn't, you know, and they he just for a while he just kept all the belts. So you had, I mean, it was it was ridiculous. You had, but I mean, but you had U.S. champion and then national heavyweight champion. It's like, well, well, what nation is the national champion? Well, <laughs> the U.S. Right. <laughs> That was a confusing they, time for they, those of us that watched the NWA WCW. Yeah, I mean, look. If, but if with how rapidly it happened, I understand, like, just being like, you know what? We'll figure it out two months down the road. Well, Let me, let's just get everybody under one roof. Let's get everybody going, and then we'll figure it out. Like, because we're, we're buying new territories every three months or something like that. Right. Um, I understand hitting pause on that and just be like, all right, whatever. So yeah. let me ask you guys a question. Let me kick this around the room here. What do you feel? How do you feel? I should I should say, as I use proper English, how do you feel? We'll start with Jason with the championships for the women, aside from the strap being different. How do you feel about the the plate themselves being identical for the men and the women as a uh, as a brand for Raw versus SmackDown? It's it's the way it should be. It's the way it should have been. It's the way, like, yes, 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 yes. A thousand times yes. Because um, they did that with it, the big WWE logo one, like the, the women's uh, SmackDown. And, and, yeah, it's gold. So, the, background, yeah. the background on the belt is gold. The background on the Universal Championship is gold. The It's the, almost the – I think they're even the same size, but it might be the fact that Rhea Ripley and Seth Rollins were the two people wearing them. And they're um, almost the same, but size. they're identical. Yeah. Um, like, because I know when the I know the women's championships, the SmackDown Women's Championship and the Raw Women's Championship were smaller than the Universal Championship. They were. The, they were like you know it was only like fifteen percent smaller, but they were. Again, this might be an illusion because Rhea and Seth, but I think they're equal size. Which if they are, awesome. Like yeah, when Oscar put board, that thing I on, care. It looked like Oscar was wearing like a boost. Alexa Bliss, if Alexa Bliss wins it in a year or two, if she decides to, you know, do a thing, okay, she'll wear it like a bandolier. I don't care. I'm sorry that won't fit around her itty bitty waist. Make it the same size as the men's. Make it, make it, you know, just figure it out. Oscar, um, not Oscar. Alexa Bliss will look like she's wearing a barrel. Yeah, exactly. She'll just wear it across her chest. It's fine. Um, and you got to ask uh, Zero News if Miss Bliss is coming back. Oh, the, yeah. bel- the belts are incredible. Um, I, I love the design, both designs, because, again, the, the big logo stuff isn't going away. They're now both big logos. And Roman has been holding that type of title this whole time. So I think you... And the, to that type of title works. I love that design. I don't, yeah. I've never really disliked it. I don't. I don't care about the big logo stuff, guys. There was some random recruiting website 
or uh, agency that I saw that their guy had been committed to Ohio State or somebody who whose logo is red, and so the dude was in photo was photoshopped into their uniform wearing with an actual picture of him wearing the Universal Championship. This tweet had nothing to do with WWE. This guy just likes WWE and thinks the belt looks cool. I don't even know that, actually. But it was a picture of him holding the Universal Championship, the red one. Okay. And so, and everyone knows what it is because it's a big WWE logo. So, and, and let, yeah, and I think, big look, logo is good. Classic-looking yes. belts, awesome. And honestly, I think this is another one of those bubble things. Like, yep. Like us in those the people who hate those belts are in the bubble, right? I mean, you don't see anybody outside. You know, when when the Super Bowl champions when they when they get the belt and they're passing it around the locker room, everybody's getting a chance to hold it or whatever. You you don't nobody is saying, oh man, I don't like the way this looks. They think it's, it's the coolest thing ever. Right, because um, it because it, I mean it's big and it's got the big logo and and it's really freaking obvious what it is. It's obvious. It's got NFL all over it and it's a big ass football, the Lombardi Trophy. You know what? I I don't even care. This is how times have passed by, by passed us by. Stone Cold never held that belt, guys. But I guarantee some of those guys get that belt passed to them and they just, they throw it on and they haven't watched wrestling in 30 years and they're like, yeah, hell yeah, brother. Like Stone Cold yeah. and like, well, give me a hell yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Because so, they see the big logo and they go, I know that. Yeah, I, I think it's, I mean, if there was a part of me when they first did it, when I first heard rumblings that they may be redesigning the women's battles. Like, okay, maybe the women are going to get their own design like for them that's different than the men's. But I understand <clears throat> the branding behind the World Heavyweight Champion and the Women's Championship on Raw looking identical. It brands those belts to Raw. Same thing with the ones over on SmackDown. The belts look identical, uh, aside from the, the color of the leather. They brand it to SmackDown. Now we have identifiable belts for both brands, for the men and for the women. I'm on board with it. I like it very much. I'm excited to see where they go with it. And now, from, yeah, from now, I'm in. just, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, I'm in. Oh, I'll just say, from now on, please, for the love of God, if you're going to draft one of the champions to the other show, have them drop the belt first. You think? Just, or or you have to swap people. I've always I mean, felt they, like the, the champions should not be part pick. of the draft. That should be, no, that should be the the, the rule. If you draft a champion, the opposite champion goes to the other brand <clears throat> automatically. And then you have a few, like, storylines of, like, oh, SmackDown didn't want me anymore, and I carried this title, blah, blah, blah. You know. Yeah. If you're listening, Triple H, that one's free. I mean, I like I said, I, I've never been a fan. I just think all, champ, all sitting champions should have been excluded from the draft. That's just my personal feeling yeah. on that. Um, That's the way to do it. Uh, quick question while we're talking about championships I read a rumor and I don't know if there's any truth to this because I've been kind of out of loop with things are they merging the NXT tag, women's tag team champions chips with like the main yeah. roster yes in fact yeah. they, they have already uh, booked the match uh, oh okay All right, guys I'm yeah. out of loop with that so uh, no worries uh, yeah so I think it's not this Friday but the one after um, 
Shayna and Ronda will become the intergalactic, you know, <laughs> undisputed women's tag team champions of the multiverse or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's interesting because that actually kind of um, segues into a larger discussion about NXT as a brand. There was an interview recently with Nick Khan, and he kind of echoed something that Triple H has been saying for, you know, almost a decade now that they see NXT as being its own third brand. And this has kind of been uh, Triple H's vision all along. You know, he said on the Stone, when it was still called the Stone Cold Podcast, he said with Steve Austin, he's like, yeah, he's like, I, I want this to run autonomously from Raw and SmackDown. Now, obviously, with the talent trading that's been going on over the last six months to a year, it's not exactly running autonomously. However, there's more crossover now. You know, NXT is now starting to bleed into Raw and SmackDown and vice versa. Um, what do you think this means going forward? Do you think the whoever ends up with those championships is now going to defend on NXT television as well as, um, I guess, Raw and SmackDown? Because the um, well, yes. women's tag team yes. championships are not, are not uh, beholden to any one brand. So that's a great point, DJ, and I'm glad you mentioned that because one of the matches for the upcoming NXT Gold Rush is for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Braun Breaker will be facing Seth Rollins. So you have your new Raw Championship. You finally get a belt. Okay, we got... Roman's over there. He's got one belt. We got one world champion on that show. If we finally reward Seth, and oh my gosh, he's got he he makes it and he gets this belt, and we finally have a champion on Raw that everybody loves because everybody's finally in on Seth Rollins as his, as not a heel, not a face, just being Seth Rollins. Great, we're all good. Everybody's got their brand. Carmelo Hayes just toppled uh, 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 Braun Breaker. And now we're right back to faction swapping and and brand split. I mean, the sacredness of the brand split is over. And it's just it's so annoying. He, he comes out and he looks like, oh, I'm going to be, a, you know. If all of these things were equal and Braun Breaker challenged instead for the universal championship and the universal champion showed up and beat the shit out of raw out of braun breaker in a universal championship match at nxt gold rush you people would be apoplectic and marching on stanford right now and none so of that had anything to do with the women's standards yeah, no, no. I just Jason just about, built well, and no. then completely branched out in a different direction. Well, you're talking about how the, you I, asked I, if like this faction warfare, this brand swapping stuff was over, and I'm segueing into clearly it is not. But I'm talking about the women's tag. Okay, let me let me rephrase my question. <laughs> let me rephrase my question. Jesus. Are Shayna and Ronda working Wednesday nights? No. Um, okay. Um, well, uh, no. I'm, because Shayna well, and Ronda aren't whoever the next champions are after them will. Well, I, I think they might be up for it because 
This is what Shayna, Shayna more than Ronda, but well, no, no, but this is yeah, what Ronda well, wanted, would this is what do Ronda wanted to do ever since she came back. She wanted to tag wanted with, to, yeah, she wanted to do a tag team with her friend Shayna Baszler. That's what she wanted to do. That's what she really yeah. wanted to do since she came back. You're right. And if her friend Shayna Baszler says, Hey, I really want to go down to NXT, that's where I had a really awesome time. Her friend Ronda Rousey will go, Okay, well, sure, why not? And, um, because, so yeah, you're right. Well, because okay, actually, I mean, Shayna even Shayna said this in one of those interviews recently. Basically, Ronda has been pushing for this ever since she came back, and they kept giving her the run. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they and kept, some of that is because she is probably one of the largest names in the company, and you right. obviously want that in a certain position on the card. Right, and so right. they they kept kind of they kept telling her like, well, okay, well, we need you to do this first. Okay, well, now we need you to do this. Okay, now we need you to do this, and then. Rhonda finally put her well, you know, Shayna said that Rhonda finally put her foot down. I was like, no, no, I, <laughs> I came. This is what I want to do, and we're this is what we're going to do. Okay, we're going to do it now. Yeah, and well, you know, so I because all right, so people again, people have this wrong idea about Rhonda. People think Rhonda doesn't want to be there. Rhonda and all this, and like Rhonda don't need Fed money, right? <laughs> She doesn't need to be there at all, okay? No. And I don't know where people got this idea that Rhonda is like in the poorhouse or something and needed a, needed a, some of you know, Uncle Vince's money. I don't okay. I don't know where people got this idea, okay? Um, I think people just make the narrative up based on their own feelings. I guess so, but that was hey, never the case. The, with, with the way the Fast franchise is going, she might get that call. Well, she was in one of them already. Hey, come back. Um, come on back. But um, well, and she's I don't some, even care if her character died. We, they've resurrected half the cast, so. Well, but she, yeah, but um, and she's in some reality thing that's starting soon. Yeah, they, they yeah, filmed, I think I saw that. Yeah, they filmed it already. But so look, Rhonda is she's not hurting for jobs, she's not hurting for money. So, you know what? I, um, and this is the thing she wanted to do. So, it wouldn't surprise me in the least if. They went down there because they've been working Raw and SmackDown. So, I mean, if she was averse to work, if she only wanted to work one night a week, then they wouldn't be doing, they wouldn't be going to Raw and SmackDown. So, yeah. Um, I think this is what she wanted to do the whole time. So, now look, I mean, they're going to be there every Wednesday? No, but. Well, and then, I mean, yeah, that's just not realistic. But, you know, once a month, maybe? I mean, See? Why, they might. Why not? Um, yeah. I, I like it. I like that the possibility of it. I like that um, NXT is this open playground. Yeah, and like uh, like there's an open door for Raw and SmackDown talent to come down there, play around, beat up the new kids. You know, do get a little bit of hazing in on the on the students. I like it. I'm here for it. And um, now, now look, a lot of it, it's going to depend on who's holding the women's tag team titles, whether or not you know they show up on, how often they show up on Wednesday night because. Look, we know. Look, we, we know that there's 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 a, there's a few names that you know they they might come down on there on Wednesday, but you're not gonna see them again until next week. Yeah, now Liv Morgan it. would go down. Liv Morgan would go down there every Wednesday. Oh, well, she will. Well, sure, and she'd probably go through a table every Wednesday. Too. <laughs> <laughs> God bless her. Poor Liv, get well soon. I miss Liv yeah. Morgan on my TV. 
Same. Well, I, well, I don't, but I do hope she gets better. I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I don't injure anybody. When people do get injured, I do want them to get better. But I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to well, lie. Well, just say, uh, according to according to the shoot bear, Liv can get well and sit at home. Oh, she can get well and come back, but just I'm not like, oh, when's she coming back? Oh, no, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. sorry. The Liv Morgan hate train from the shoot no, bear continues. No, no, it rolls on. You set me up, sir. Rob, Rob's crusade against women's wrestling will never end. <laughs> and he walked right into it. You set me up. All right. Let me, let me look. All right, look. I'm in. The, look, I don't care. I'm in no hurry for Elias to come back on TV. Okay. I'm really not. Uh, okay. now, now he hates music. <laughs> okay, I'm just not. Sorry, um, I'm not. Look, you know, everybody. Look, everybody doesn't love everybody. Everybody's not a fan of everybody, and it doesn't mean that you have some, you know, wish ill will on them or anything. But I mean, yeah. Well, it's, everybody has their people they like. Let's segue a bit. Say, you Jason set, brought it up a up. couple. <laughs> I did. I totally set you up on that one, man. I just, I just lobbed it right down the middle, and Rob <laughs> took a swing at it. That was great. <laughs> Jason brought it up. Seth Rollins has been cha- was challenged about a week ago by one Braun Breaker. Uh, Seth Rollins has accepted that challenge. This is exciting. Like this is really cool. Seth has history what being the first it? NXT, you know, men's champion. And you know now we've got Braun Breaker. This this is a huge move for Breaker right here. Yeah, good for him. Rob, yeah, you got it, any thoughts here? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm not, somebody said on Twitter, uh, this is this very well might be the kind of are you ready for the main roster audition here? Um, yeah. I forgot who it was that said that. Um, and you know, if he shows that he is, then he'll probably be up sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, and if not, then he'll, you know, he'll be hanging around for a while down there, some longer. Um, and I guess, yeah, I guess, um, as far as to me, this also kind of speaks to the third brand thing. I'm not, I'm not big on making it a third brand. Um, because, well, one, look, I ain't got but so much time, so much energy in the week. Like, you, look, they can make it a third brand, but that don't mean I'm going to be watching it every week. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. I like I mean, it exactly where you, it's you at. Can, hey, you right can call now. it whatever you want. Okay. Um, you know, that doesn't mean I'm going to be there every week. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of I what think, it is. I mean, I think the point, the point we're at now where main roster talent is not afraid to show up there, but. They, they obviously the NXT kids just generally stay where they are. I like, I do like that. Yeah. Um, it, well, yeah, it like, not it, only Seth, but Los Lotharios showed up this week, didn't they? Yeah, they, uh, yeah. they, they came back. Um, and um, I guess, well, the, well, the biggest, biggest thing is that they don't, that it doesn't turn into what it was where you had people who didn't want to go up. Right. I think we're past that. No. I mean, okay. I mean, people can get in their feelings every time, you know, Vince, you know, so people get bored. There's no new news. And somebody leaks that Vince is backstage at raw, you know, just so the, the usual suspects can you know, you start kvetching. Um, I think the, the days of talent being terrified of what the old man might do to him. I think those days are gone. Well, I'm look, I'm, yeah. they shouldn't, well, you know what? You shouldn't have been terrified anyway. All right. Right. 
I'm sorry. The, the place is not. The place was not new. If you're in the business, you know, you you knew what it was. And Bro, so we signed, knew back in the '90s what we were getting into. And so, if you signed there in the first place, then no, you, you should not have been terrified of the man. You should not you, have had. This, you knew exactly how much that paper, the contract you wrote that, uh, the contract written on, was worth. You right, know? and so you, you shouldn't. Have, this whole thing about being scared of what was going to happen to you, to me, I mean. <laughs> Just yeah, I mean, yeah. then why'd anyway. you go there? You know, I mean, we're that's, not, that's but I, I think that that's probably true. I don't think we're there. That I like to think we're not at that point. We're, um, yeah. we're not at that point anymore. I should say. Well, I think I, I think well, it's because of the, the roster makeup now. They don't they don't they didn't they don't have a bunch of thirty eight year old, you know, PWG veterans who <laughs> been work who have been working in Ring of Honor for ten years who and who are kind of set in their ways of how they want to things to go and therein lied the biggest problem you know when you're 38 years old and they're like okay i think we're going to bring you up to raw or smackdown and you're like okay well am, am i going to be stone cold steve austin or am i going to be doink the clown because if i'm going to be doink the clown i'm on borrowed time here you know and you know they everybody gets the starter gimmick and you know do i want to be a starter gimmick at 38 39 years old so you know it's it's kind of a it's it's a tough call and you have that that fear when Vince was in charge of things. Can I survive T-Bar at, you know, 37 years old? Right. Like, well, he's, he's, he's doing it. He did. I mean, Is he? he? Is he? Hey, we just had this discussion, there. I feel like. He's still uh, there. You know hey, maybe. He's, he, maybe and he's, he's still on regular TV. He's still on regular and TV, so he's doing something right. I will right. say this. Right now, he's in a he's in a feud with Mister Come Tuesday. If if Tyjack loses to that fucking Neanderthal looking mother bleeper, uh, man. J- Jason, if that happens, then then you should call him personally, and you better you better send him a nice graphic that says Tyjack is all elite. And tell him. Yeah, exactly. Let let him know. Let him know that the first interview has to be with us. (laughs) He he can come on here and cut. He can come on here. (laughs) Dijak is not all elite, but Dijak will enforce the code of honor. (laughs) So yeah, because I mean he has history there. He has he's won the title. He's won uh, not the the title, but I think he won the TV title. And Ring of Honor. Um, so yeah, if they job him out to Von Wagner, then 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 I then I will personally tell him to to, to he needs to go on and be all elite. Yeah, okay. sir. Yeah. When your contract's up, maybe maybe start looking elsewhere and uh, <laughs> stop stop by yep. here on Wednesday night with us and give us the give us the scoop. Yeah, please. <laughs> oh, now I'm excited for what this means for Braun Breaker. Again, I agree with you, Rob. I think this is like a final interview to see if the kid's ready to go up to the main roster and, and carry himself in a run. Uh, I think Seth's, Seth's the right guy. It's obviously now this could be one of those situations where they surprise us. I don't think he's beaten Seth Rollins. Oh, no, no, no. But I guess the question is, if you're planning on graduating Braun Breaker to the main roster, how does that look if he takes back-to-back losses? One to Carmelo for the NXT Heavyweight Championship, and then one to Seth Rollins right afterwards for the World Heavyweight. And we always say wins and losses don't matter, but we also have discussed on this show at great length, perception is everything. And everybody outside of the bubble sees that. 
you know, those of us that know what Broadbreaker's value is know that the kid's going to be okay. Because but, you know what the people outside the bubble see? The people outside the bubble will see his highlight reel when he walks through the curtain. Uh, so they'll see he was a dominant NXT champion. They won't see how, who, why he lost. Um, they're just not not the champion anymore. And then they'll see him in a very awesome losing effort to Seth Rollins, the, who is the sitting world champion. Mm-hmm. And that's all they'll know about him. And then he'll come in and he'll bulldoze some mid carter or some uh, jobber. And he'll be fine. And he'll be at least he will take himself as far as he can go at that point. I don't well, think I, they're doing him any disservice. Well, I, I will um, say because, that. again, it's just going to be us who are like, oh, how will we recover from this? Well, I think and it does help. It's NXT, man. Yeah. He's fine. If it happens, down, doing it down there, I think, right. helps. Um, like, if he had come up to Raw and did an answer to open challenge, got beat dead in the middle of the ring on Monday night, then that... Uh, that I mean, that, if that's how he shows up, that and would if he be has bad. a good effort, I don't think he's... It's a, nah, it's a, the follow-up is important always, you know? If he's then in a, like a prank war with Dolph Ziggler or something like that, well, no, back it up. We fucked up. If he just immediately has a winning effort in a you know reignited feud against Dolph Ziggler, because oh by the way they have history. Again, the kid will be fine. Yeah. Well, because well, just remember they brought Kevin Owens up in you know his first he had a non-title match with Cena and beat him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so, so it matters. I mean, <clears throat> Broadbreaker well, no, and. Carmelo Hayes are going to be two interesting discussions over the next five to 10 years, because the, this is the first generation of 100% fully triple H homegrown talent from, and and mind you, I understand Carmelo was on the Indies. So he had that going for him there. But when you take what he is now, totally on triple H and Shawn Michaels and NXT, when they come up to the main roster, this is the next generation of big stars it's going to be interesting to see what Triple H is because everything he's running right now is left over from Vince. You know, he inherited a whole lot of good stuff from Vince. Yeah, he inherited some garbage, but he inherited a, a one hell of a talented roster from Vince McMahon. And some of that was on him because they were NXT guys. But a lot of the bigger names now, 100% on Vince. Take the aforementioned mm-hmm. Kevin Owens. Yeah, he had a great NXT run. His WWE main roster run has been leaps and bounds better than his NXT run was. Kevin Owens, absolute star, and you owe all that to Vince because he did come out. He did have that big victory against uh, John Cena, and he held his own. Like He went toe-to-toe, nose-to-nose, man-to-man with John Cena and came out the better for it, even though I think he eventually lost the entire feud. Oh, yeah. We've got, you know, Sami Zayn. Roman Reigns goes without saying. Most of the women's division, a lot of these people, you know, became bigger stars under Vince. Um, Braun and Carmelo Hayes are the first two that are going to graduate from NXT, come up to the main roster and be 100% under Triple H. And that's fascinating to me to see how he does that, to see what he does with them five years, 10 years down the road. It's going to be fun. All right. So why don't we uh, why don't why don't we why don't we rip the bandaid off? Um, let's have a little bit of fun here. We, we I promised you at the beginning of the show that we would have a shoot bear sighting, and the bear has been 
man, he has just been pacing back and forth. That shoe bear has, he's been frothing at the mouth. He's been huffing. He's been puffing. He's been picking up the shovel, putting it back down. He's ready to go this week. Charlotte, because she just can't enjoy being on vacation. She just can't help herself. She just can't stay away for any, like you're married now. Go be married. Go hang out in Mexico. Go do something. Be something. Play on Instagram. No, 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 no. No, there's a brand new women's championship belt. There's a brand mm. new women's champion on SmackDown. So what happens? Just like whack-a-mole, Charlotte got to stick her head up. You're like, what's going on over there in the WWE land? Shows up. Shoehorns yourself in. Mr. Rob, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Wait, wait, can I get in? Because I'm going to get in and out. Good, good. And then just let this guy go. So, because uh, unfortunately, I'm going to take a little bit of the air out of balloon and say that lady, the character, the person, I don't care who it was. That lady did exactly what she should do as in that position. Uh, she, I uh, the line doesn't start with me. The line doesn't end with me. I am the line, or whatever her line was. Fantastic. Let's just get this shit going. And another thing about you people who, um, okay, yeah, oh Charlotte, new championships. Of course, Charlotte's first in line. First, no, 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 no. That belt was a bat signal. What's that belt look like? I don't know. It looks good on Oscar's waist. It looks like the big gold belt. Who held the big gold belt a lot? Now the, now the big gold belt looks like the one that's on Rhea Ripley's waist, Bubba. Wait, yeah. what? Oh, yeah. Uh, Oscar, Oscar's got the WWE, the World Wrestling uh, Brand yeah. Championship. Yeah, no. You, you, see, you, went, you went somewhere. Yeah, <clears throat> eh, whatever. <laughs> Rob, just Boy. go. Right, right. You can, the best part is you can dump that whole segment. <laughs> so look, look, of course, I was happy to see her back. And look, yes, and okay, first of all, folks, remember, these are fictional characters. Okay. Okay. Asuka is a fictional character. That's not her real name. Okay. Charlotte Flair is a fictional character. Okay. So the fictional character would absolutely walk out is that's exactly what the fictional character would do okay those of you who like to say she hasn't had any character development this is the character development she now okay in 2015 she would not have walked out there and got in nikki bella's face you know and said hey i want a title match you better give me one okay she wouldn't have done that in 20... The character wouldn't have done that in 2015, okay? Mm. The, the character in 2023 does exactly that, okay? So those of you saying there's no character development... Um, yeah, um, okay, yeah. Again, she wouldn't have done that in 2015, okay? Um, now she does and she doesn't care, okay? What you think? The character, okay? So, again, these are fictional characters, okay? They're telling a story... That's what this is. You see, she comes back, you know, and again, the fictional character is a, you know, championship hungry, like ravenous, you know, Galactus type of person, right? Just, you know, 
must have championship, right? Okay. Um, that's exactly what you would do. And if you and if you people would stop and pay attention, there's a story being told here where you know Bianca is you know wanting her rightful rematch for the title that she lost. And then here comes you know Bigfoot Charlotte just walking in there and saying, Give me title match. Okay. Um and you know that that's gonna be that's gonna create some tension between the two of them. Right? And rightfully so, Bianca Belair has every right to be upset right now with Charlotte again, shoehorning herself right back in there. Yeah, now and then and she should also be mad at Oscar because Oscar said yes. Oscar could have said no, okay, and Oscar said yes. So mm-hmm. Bianca has two people she should be mad at, and she should be also be mad at Adam Pierce for saying okay. And now, in Oscar's defense, Ooh. there's unfinished business with her and Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte yeah, ended the also- streak. A lot of people still not over the streak. I just got into it on Twitter with a guy about that last uh, two days ago. Still dirty in his diaper because Charlotte ended Asuka's 900-day winning streak. It was the right time. It was the perfect moment. It was so awesome. Yeah, let me take. Let me just let me take. Just okay. See, see, you started. You, you took it there, so I'm gonna go there. Okay. All right. Because because I, I got some some sad reality for you people who are still crying about that. Okay. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The whole point of her of her being undefeated up to that point was for her to lose that match. Okay, that was the whole point. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna play a little bit of inside baseball with some of these folks. You're supposed to be mad about it. Well, that's right, the supposed, fucking point. They're supposed to be mad about this this Friday, yes. Um, but the the streak, the whole point of the streak was to get was for her to lose a to. You know, to have, for her to get to WrestleMania and for her to, for somebody to get a big win over her and break the streak. That was the point of it all. Okay. That I'm sorry. That was it. Okay. This streak, because otherwise they would have had her lose in NXT. And, and look, and she probably, look, I mean, it would have made everyone, you know, it, it was dumb to have her just, you know, hand the, to her to beat Ember the second time and then just leave. Right. Yes. I mean, that yeah. honestly, look, that made Ember look really stupid. Right. It, it made her look like, well, you couldn't beat the champ, but, but, you know, and then the champ left and well, here you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Here, take this. Yeah. Oof. I mean, it, it, it didn't Brutal. do any, her any favors at all. Um, so if you want, if you want to be mad about that whole thing, be mad about that. Okay. But, right. but as far as, well, 900 day streak, you got broken. It was going to get broken. Okay. And it and was, was going to get, get broken at WrestleMania. Yes, it was going to get broken. It was going to get broken at WrestleMania. Okay, sorry, folks. That's what it is. Now, and for those of you who and were so mad, if not Oscar, who? There's no a better answer. I you can give well, me good answers. You can't give me. Let, a bad let me answer. let me flip that. Everybody was mad that Charlotte was the one that's, that broke yeah. the streak. If right. not Charlotte, who? 
Oh, well, they, oh, they, oh, trust me, they got names. They, oh, they, no, they got, realistically, look at the roster back. Look at the, I don't give a shit about the names. I don't give a damn about the names. They Charlotte names. isn't even in. Well, Charlotte we, is not my favorite. Okay, but when I looked at that roster at the time, and I look at the threat that Oscar was, there was nobody dethroning. Maybe Sasha Banks, maybe Bailey, definitely not Becky at the time. Okay, it just wasn't yeah. happening. Becky hadn't even built herself up yet. Becky Becky was a distant four of the four horsewomen at that point. She, she was everybody's to she just was most people's number one. Uh, Becky Lynch back then was most people's fourth favorite horsewoman. Fact, right. you know, as much as Sorry. I liked her amongst the others, that uh, I, I was in the minority on that. But there was nobody other than Charlotte that was beating Oscar, undefeated buzzsaw Oscar. Charlotte was the right call. I don't I, line up your names. Look at that roster back then. Line up no. your names. I will give you every reason why you're wrong. And oh. sorry, guys. Guys, I was in the building. The moment worked. Hey, I, yeah. What did you remember? What was it like in the building? Because there's a narrative on the internet that the whole that the air got sucked out of the building when that happened. No, I would I would say people were disappointed and like, wow, that actually happened, and that was a shock. Like, because we were honestly, uh, I remember talking to people near me and just talking about it during that day. It's like I could see this girl going to the next WrestleMania, like, and just something absurd. So, yeah, there was a like a shock for sure, but no, it wasn't disappointment and certainly no like booing or jeering or anything like that. And we all popped for the Charlotte was ready for Oscar line. Okay, so that's there. There you have it. From from okay, because oh, it's a narrative. There's a narrative right. on the internet that that all the air got sucked out of the building when that when that happened. No, that's people getting in their feelings and confusing what they're. Um, that's people not interacting with human beings enough okay. and understanding mood and things like that. Okay, fair enough. Yes, okay. it was a shocking moment to be a, be a part of. I was still like, wow, I actually fucking did it. Holy Moses! Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's all it was. Okay, but, but okay, so but, but back to the the matter at hand here. Okay, mm. you're, like one, you're supposed to get mad. Okay, that's why they didn't. That's why they didn't wait. That's why they didn't have any type of stepping stones or anything. Okay, because you know previously, you know, you people like to say that well, she never earns any of her title shots, and that is so not true. Okay, she always, almost all the time, she beats somebody to win a contenders match or something to get the title shot. Okay. Or she gets into some type of beef with the champion and it leads to her getting a title match. Okay. That's usually what happens. All right. Yes, there have been a couple of times where, like, okay, but she came back, she challenged Ronda, and dummy Ronda said yes. Okay. I mean, you know, strictly kayfabe here, but still, that's what I mean. Okay. Um, and this time, Oscar said yes. And look, and look, she's not going to win this match on Friday. It's not um, when they have the match. I, it, it's obvious that she's not going to win the title right there. Okay. Also, Rob, um, I just have to say you you put some of this blame on Adam Pierce, and I will say in kayfabe, if you're Adam Pierce and the champ already said yes to said challenge, well, what are you really going to do? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. For, for those of you playing along at home, we keep saying in kayfabe, especially when it pertains to Adam Pierce. Because the shoot bear of the Mindless Wrestling Podcast is blocked by Adam Pierce for playing along. 
Yeah, and you know what? And look, you know what? And actually, I gotta say, Adam, you did the right thing. You did the right thing this time for once. Okay. So, so look, Adam Pierce, if you ever hear I this, like... please unblock at no. R-B-O-N-N. No, 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 because honestly, the block. I think the it was a it's part of the block. bit. It's part of the bit at this point. It's a working block. Yeah. That was a shit block. That was a work block. It was oh, a no. <laughs> along. That pops me to know that you got blocked by Adam Pierce for playing along in a kayfabe storyline. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Kayfabe blocked this stupid kayfabe fan who thinks he knows better than Adam Pierce. All Pierce's. I can imagine is Adam Pierce reading this, looking at his phone backstage, looking at this, what is this Mark doing? And it's like, Clicking on like Adam Pierce has actually looked at Rob's Twitter account long enough to block him. Oh God! I pop for that. Yeah, but um, so good. yeah. So just listen. Um, look. So I mean, good. again, kayfabe. This is exactly they 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 went for the reaction that they got. It was the whole point was to piss people off. Okay, that was the whole point. Um, well, it's because and, Oscar... and now into the summer, Bianca and Charlotte and Oscar are going to be in some sort of three woman weave. So we're doing just fine, guys. Right. Yeah. Well, one thing that gets me is, and I've I've gone on record on this show many many times saying Oscar is one of my favorites. But there's a section of the internet where Oscar is some type of sacred cow. And I don't mean that in like the negative contents. I just mean context. I mean, she just, they absolutely, she can never lose. And I'm like, what kind of world do you live in where your favorite can't lose a match here and there? And there's absolutely no satisfying way to make these people happy. She could lose to Mandy Rose. She could lose to Dana Brooke. She could lose to Charlotte. She could lose to Chelsea by God Green. People are going to get in their feelings about it because what? Asuka's never supposed to lose. Like, well, what kind of character development are we giving this person if she never loses? Well, she's not. She's not supposed to lose to certain people. She, she's allowed. Certain people are allowed to beat her. I uh, see. They got pissed off when Carmella beat her too, though. Well, well, yeah, but well, I mean, well, the end was kind of shit. But still, yeah, they the, got the, mad the, because Carmella beat her. I'm, I'm like, we can't have these sacred people in wrestling. Because there's there, then there's there's nothing like why are we watching? Why are we watching a show that has an ever evolving story if nobody evolves? And, 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 um, and as much as I love Oscar, she's got to lose at some point. And, and believe me, I like to watch my favorites win. I love the fact that my favorite male wrestler is the Raw World Heavyweight Champion. I love every minute of it. But I also understand that the day is going to come when he's going to lose that. And he's probably going to lose it to someone like, I don't know, an Austin Theory. Hmm. But, uh, sorry, sorry, Rob, I took it no, out. No, 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 it's, it's okay, it's okay. Because we're, okay. we're, we're doing the kayfabe stuff here, and then, then, I, then I really got something to say. Okay. <laughs> but, um, um, so you're, look, you're supposed to be upset. The whole, the whole point, that was the whole point of her just walking out there. And again, not, you know, Beating somebody else, you know, to, to get in the picture or whatever. To just walk. To, that was the whole point of her just walking out there and saying, yeah, I want that. Okay. Because you're supposed to be upset. 
God, people were so mad over that. I, I I jumped on the timeline. I'm like, oh my God, look at this. Yeah, and and and, I, and look, and it's just it's funny to me, and because I mean, again, that was the point. Like, you're not supposed to be happy. Like, you're not supposed to. It's not every moment of the show is not supposed to be happy, fun time. Okay. They're, they're okay. There are times where they're, yeah, where they are going to kind of stick a needle in you emotionally and, you know, <clears throat> to kind of irritate you or to agitate you or make you mad. It's, it's part of the right. show. Okay. That's it's, what it it's is. part of storytelling. Like I know we use the, uh, the Avengers infinity war and end game reference on here a lot. But when you think how many people were actually rooting for Thanos to wipe out half of um, civilization. There's that moment at the end when he actually does it, and there's a there's dude. There's like a silent and and some of the notable names that they killed off. You know, yeah. like the the people that that turned to dust, like Black Panther. I, that's the one that got me the most. He was the first one to go, and, and he was I'm the first one to go. Like, I'm like, wait a minute, they just introduced Black Panther, and he's already he gone. Just got here. Yeah, he like, just had a movie. I just watched the movie, and he's gone. You know, and that's the point. You're supposed to be terrified of the bad guy. You're supposed to worry for your hero. You're supposed to worry for your favorite. And that's that's the emotion you go for. And and I but that's supposed to be the fun of watching the story evolve. And, and people take it seriously. Like they blurred the lines between the characters in the TV show and the real person. And they truly believe. That Charlotte Flair calls up Triple H and says, "Hey, look, I want this." And if he says no, she's like, "Well, I'll just call my dad and he'll make it happen." You know, there are people out there that who firmly believe that she gets every. And I know we're 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 graduating from from kayfabe into shoot, and I'm probably stealing some of Rob's thunder, but it just blows my mind that people really think that's what happens here. Right, and now. Um... Because just as a side note, um, somebody tweeted today, like, well, what's your honest opinion of the honky tonk man? And my response was, if you understood what was going on, then you then he was you awesome. what it was. <laughs> like he wasn't there to have five star matches. Okay, <laughs> he was there to piss you off. That was the whole point. The point was to piss you off that this guy who stinks is the intercontinental champion, and he and he keeps escaping against all these people who are who are so much better than him. That was the point. And and yes, and they did it for a year and they drew money and they got heat. And it worked. And it worked. So what was my opinion of the Honky Tonk Man? He was a great intercontinental champion. That's what my opinion is. Okay. And if you and because there are people saying that, well, Gunther needs to break the record so he can get past the honky tonk man. Why? Why? You know, I mean, you know like, why the they Gunther kept it on the honky tonk man? Because every single night people would believe when he was in a match, they're like, this is it. This is the night he won't escape. And then he, and he did. And they did it for over a year. And, and then. And, and then, they kept going back to that well and people would bite and get excited every single time. Bro, they had me convinced that Brutus the Barber Beefcake was going to beat him. How many yeah. times were. Okay. Honest answer. You guys lived through it. How many times were you convinced this is it? Oh, all the time. Because every single match. Because look, he was the, he was defending against Randy Savage, Jake Roberts, right. and Ricky Steamboat. Yes, he was not just you know 
These were top level, some of these main event level guys. That's what he was defending against. That's what he was escaping against every night. He wasn't, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't wrestling, you know, Jim Powers, right? Right. right. I mean, he was, surely Jake the Snake, surely Jake the Snake is going to beat Honky Tonk Man, right? Yeah. Didn't happen. Surely and, Macho Man Savage, right? Come on, it's Macho Man. He's going to be, nope, didn't happen. Yeah, and, and he did that for a year. And then, you know, when the, and then when they finally pulled the trigger, they did it the right way. Somebody just rushed the ring and got the drop on him, and he couldn't escape. <laughs> right? I mean, that's, and okay, but the whole point was to make you mad, right? That was it. But anyway, getting back to this, that's why they did what they did Friday. It was to piss you off. Now, go switching now going over into you know from kayfabe into real life here again like dj said a whole lot of y'all think that i'm going to start using shoot names here okay yeah like a whole lot of y'all think that ashley walks into paul's office and says i want to be in this spot on the show and that paul looks around and he's in and that whether he wants to do it or not he just says okay ashley i guess so all right that's what, that's what the whole lot of y'all think, and, and y'all think that that she was doing Guys, that events for you know. We just got done. We just got being done being told that Ronda Rousey doesn't walk around and and demand things and demand things. Because yes, she finally got it now, but only after you know. No, 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 no. Do what you're told. Do what you're told. Do what you're told. So, yeah. Guys, it's you. The narrative doesn't always fit, you know, your perception of these characters. Well, I mean, that's just because say. people can't differentiate. Charlotte Flair shoehorns herself in. Right. Ash Ashley Flair goes to work and does the job that they pay her to do. Yes. Yep. And and what was I gonna say? Um, I lost. I lost my train of thought there. And Sorry. Um, it's okay. No, it's okay. Um. So, oh, yeah, okay. It, it took her five years to get a match with Naomi that she always wanted to do. It took her five years. And they could have given that to her on a random Monday. And it took five years for them to pull the trigger, okay, on that. Five years. Okay. So, please, you know, Dude, I, I do not, you know, if you think that she can just walk in there and get whatever she wants, okay, like, I mean, she openly wanted, thought, said, hey, me and Rhea should be in the main event on night one. Fuck the bloodline story. We should be in the main event on night one, okay? <laughs> I mean, she openly said that, and you know what? And I know people gave her a bunch of shit for it, but if, if, if you're her, that's exactly what you should do. And that kind of stuff, being fair, Ashley Flair does go to work and argue for those types of things. And you should, you know, you know, your worth, you know, what you bring to the table, you know, and she knew, and they did, she knew what her and Rhea were going to do in that ring. She knew they were going to go out there and make art because their first WrestleMania batch during the pandemic era was amazing. You know, being the, especially being the fact that there was no crowd there was one of the, it was the first WrestleMania with no, you know, with no audience. It was amazing for what it was. And she knew what she had working with Rhea. You absolutely advocate for that. You push for every inch you can get. But to go in there and say that she has full control over whatever she does every single time, horse shit. I call let me tell shit. you. Let me tell you. 
Okay. And also, if you've never walked into your boss's office and say, hey, I want to do this, or hey, I want to raise, or hey, I think that we should do this, you, you're a coward, first of all, yeah. uh, and you you don't work in a, in a good environment, um, because those kind of types of conversations, uh, aside from advocating for yourself for, you know, raises and things like that, which you absolutely should, you should be advocating for everything as long as it's good for the business. Like, hey, I think we should well, do this. Not only that, it. you advocate for yourself so that you're comfortable at work. This is what I told you guys at the top of the show. You know, I was having a bad day. I was in a shit mood. A lot of that is work-related. And I've got to have a, uh, hey, not going to work for me, brother, conversation with my boss. You know, yeah. and it's unfortunately, it's because what's going on at work is affecting me. And I need to advocate for myself and and push for a little bit of push for a little bit of mileage. I'm not trying to change the whole company. I'm not asking them to, you know, change an entire thing just because I want it. I, I'm trying to make my life at work a little easier. And that in turn gives me incentive to want to work harder for them, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And so but you know, there I I've seen a bunch of little narratives get kicked around, put out there this week that are just infuriating. And one is all right. Cause now cause what was happening what people do now, now if you say if you say if you can get people to accept that she doesn't book the show, right? There are people right. And, and if you can get people to accept that, there now there are people saying, Well, she should demand to be put in a non title field. The next time they want to give her the title, she All should right. say no and 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 give somebody else a chance. Let me okay. tell you something. Okay, you you know what? Let me you guys at your job get thirteen raises, and I want to hear you turn the fourteenth one down. I want to hear that with my own ears. Or hey, we want to promote you today. You know, we've got this oh, management no, or this what? leap. I've gone far enough for the next eight months. It's someone else's turn. <laughs> right. Well, uh, Show of hands if you'll do that. Slap yourself because you're lying. No. Right. And, yeah. and and so I'm sorry. This I mean, you know, but that's been put out there by some people. Did, did she, well, she should demand, that, you know, because, well, she has the kind of pull where she can get sent. No, she don't. Okay. No, she does not. All right. Okay. Um, because look, and I can we can run through the list here. Do, do you think she wanted to get the briefcase cashed in on her three times? Do you think she wanted that? Do you think she pushed for that? No. Okay. And no, but she understands that it made for a great moment in time. Also, and and look, the biggest thing of all, look, neither her nor Becky wanted to do the belt swap. They did not want to be there. They did not want to do that. Neither one of them did. Okay. In fact, when she was on there, when she went on the Broken Skull thing with Austin, and when they they were talking about it, and they showed like a still photo, and she looked at it, and she said, "Can't you see the boo boo faces?" Yeah. And neither one of them wanted any part of that. Okay. And so, if she could get whatever she wanted, that thing would have never happened. Okay. And yet it. And yet, that's what they booked, and she went out there, and of course, the thing was bad. But she, yeah, she sometimes there's talent you just know a booking is something is shit. Yeah, and but she wanted no part well, of that. 
and she went out there and did it anyway. And she didn't have any choice in the matter. Yeah, and she, yeah. Wasn't that the whole Becky was going to do the Becky two belts thing, too? Yeah. Basically, so, I mean, know, like, that wasn't just a, oh, this swap is stupid. There was, was, a, there was an me, underlying. Yeah, like, you're going to make me look like a sucker on national TV. And yeah, exactly. And I, I understand not, you know. Hey, no, I'm a fan of Becky Lynch, but I don't begrudge Charlotte for that at all. If that's what really happened, no. like it, was, we didn't need was, a call I, back to the Becky. I also, no, no, I also don't begrudge Becky for trying to pull it. No, not it's, a, it's absolutely a business decision, you know, and you're yeah. in at the end of the day. While, <laughs> yeah, you do work for a company and you are in business for the betterment of the company. You are trying to protect yourself. Yeah. It's a great visual if you're a Becky fan. Yeah. Yeah. It is, but it also, I don't disagree, it makes Charlotte look like a chump. And, and of course, she, she says she dropped the ball on accident. I mean. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a, <laughs> it slipped out of her hands, Rob. Well, well it did. It did slip the out the weight of carrying the women's division with that belt just got too heavy for her. And when she grabbed the belt, the emotions yeah. of the moment. You know, you, you know, you get emotional, like your, your kids graduate in high school or your, your child is born yeah. and you're picking it up and you, you're trembling. Your hands are trembling. You yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Has nothing to do with work. the fact that when has nothing to do with the fact that when she was walking through a gorilla, she smashed her hand into Biggie's jar of like baby oil that he keeps right before he goes out. So she could purposely right. sabotage so the many event. Things. So many things at play when, when Becky dropped that belt, Rob, that it, it, it wasn't intentional. She Who absolutely she had the jitters. You're on live TV. There's this she just had an argument with her best friend over over a booking decision. She doesn't want to be out there. It's, it was all nerves, Rob. It's, it, she got a little right. weak in the hands. And what happened happened. I mean, it's you know, Charlotte's gotta be the bigger woman, except that, you know, it's Becky, you know, Becky had a fumble and we move on. Come on. We're all grown-ups here. Exactly. <laughs> no, but, um, <laughs> but no, just that's a prime example of something that if she got her way whenever she wanted it, that segment would have never happened. happened. Yeah. Um, there are a million other things that if you've, if you ever listened to her talking, like she never just flat out bashes creative, but she drops little hints here and there, you know, that, yeah, that's not the way I thought it should have went. Um. <laughs> And here's another little bit of inside baseball. And this goes not just for the wrestling. No company ever wants somebody who's afraid to step up and say, hey, look, I think that's wrong. Every boss wants somebody who will challenge a decision, who will challenge a rule, who will challenge a schedule, who will challenge a booking decision or so. They want that. They live for it. They want to see that you're invested. Because if you just show up and say, well, do whatever you want, like you're just there collecting right. a check. And some yeah, people just lack the creativity to think outside the box and want to present more. Some people are scared of it. But your boss absolutely wants you to show up and every now and then question something. Listen, yes, a lot yeah. of bosses say that performatively, but a lot of bosses mean it. I'm lucky enough to work somewhere now where they do mean it. Like, just I hey, tell my staff you're every the day, ones. You're the ones 20... doing the process. Yes. If you guys come up with a better way to do this process, come talk to me, walk me through it, and let's figure it out. Yeah. Like I, it... I have the same open door with my staff. Look, I've been doing this 25 years. I know a lot. I'm good at what I do. However, somebody here may see it differently than I do, 
And if you give me an idea and it's better than mine, we're going to fucking use it. Yeah. And, um, you know, but it's just, it, 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 it bugs me no end because, well, people, the, 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 the logic is that, well, she comes off a of vacation and then she gets the title shot. So clearly that must mean that she yeah, can just come in. So, so then clearly that must mean that, 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 that Ashley walked in off of vacation and said, give me this. Should have stayed her ass on vacation. Because the character, that, you know, I mean, I mean, it's just like, what are we doing? And, you know, it's the same old, and the same old, you know, the same old stuff about nepotism and this, that, and the other. Oh, and don't even get me started there. That's I, a I know, rant. Not, that's not, a whole rant, I know, brother. Yeah, back, but, but just sticking to what people are saying right now, um, that just bugged the hell out of me that, you know, she's supposed to go demand a non-title <clears> feud. Yeah. Right. And and but here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Okay, let's say let's play along. She gets the non-title feud. She beats one of your little favorites. What you gonna say then? Mm-hmm. Because because we know you don't want her to have a non-title feud to win. No, no, no. Your whole point of wanting her to have a non-title feud is so she can go out there and put somebody over. She can help a younger talent, Rob. <laughs> right. And 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 I'm sorry, but your top people they don't do that. No, they don't do that. That they just don't do that. Some are nicer about the way they don't do it than others, but they don't do that. And you know, I can think of I can think of one person who, you know, made it a point. The only the only wrestler I know that I know of who it's been documented went out there and made it a point to lift somebody up and make them better and all that type of stuff. The only documented case I know of that is her dad. Okay. Cause he did that with sting and sting openly admitted that, Hey man, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Okay. And he openly admitted that Rick literally talked him through all of their matches and told him exactly what to do every second along the way. All right. Rick knew how to make money. And he did that with, uh, to a lesser degree, with Ricky Steen. Now, Ricky Steamboat, you know, could could quarterback his own matches. It wasn't like Rick ruined him. But Rick saw something with Steamboat that said, hey, that guy right there and I can make money. We can make a lot of money. And they made a lot of money. And I think when you get that mindset, it ain't about wins and losses. It's about bringing the show and telling the story. And the story makes the money. Charlotte gets that. But even with that with Rick, but but who won? Rick still won the matches now. Okay, he did. You know, but that's, <laughs> that's not. The thing. But 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 y'all, I mean, some of y'all expect her like she's supposed to single handedly turn people at the bottom of the card into main event level people, and she's supposed to job to them, and 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 then not ever hold the title again. And that's what some of y'all are thinking. That well, while losing the title to your favorites. Yeah, and it's it's I mean no. it's it's it gets more and more irritating and and um because actually um Naomi because she was doing or I'm sorry Trinity now she uh you know she's been doing interviews and stuff and she was asked about some of her favorite matches and uh she mentioned the one that she and Charlotte had and one thing she said about her was that she said like Charlotte's tough and when you get in there you either got to sink or swim. Mm-hmm. And because she demands your absolute best every time you go out there. Yeah. And one one thing that I like, uh, Zoe Stark came out recently and, and credited Charlotte with giving her a lot of advice and being influential in where she's going. 
And if you look at Zoe Stark in the ring, you can see some of the Charlotte influence in her. Just the way she works, the way she moves, the way that she just her presence, her overall presence. Charlotte has a presence. And and that in the at the end of the day in this industry is what's important is the presence. Do you look like a star when your music hits, when you walk down the ramp, when you set foot in that ring, do you feel legit? The answer to Charlotte checks off all those boxes. And, and like I said, I've said, she's not my favorite. She might be in my top five. I think she is. I have to think about that. But I cannot deny Charlotte Flair is a star. And she's not a star because of nepotism. She's not a star because of favoritism. She's a star because she looks like one, she acts like one, she presents like one, and she works her fucking ass off. Period. End of story. Yeah. And um, um and that's not discrediting anybody else. Sorry, Robert, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's not discrediting anybody else. They're all working their asses off. But some people just look like more. They come off like more. And, you know, it's you've got to find that 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 zone and she found it yeah and it, it's and this brings me to one of the other things people now people are saying well she hasn't you know she hasn't evolved since she's been there um okay well first of all okay i, I dare you please please go back and watch her in 20 when she was in nxt or when in 2015 when they first got called up please go watch her then and go watch her now please please Watch the difference. Please tell me that's the same person, and it's not. It is. It's not. I'm sorry. That who she was in 2015 is nothing like who she is now. Right. That's just not. That's just not true. Um, but also, I mean, this whole thing about people evolving. People change their whole character because they hit a they hit a wall. People yeah. don't change their character just because well, I want to change it. No, you know, no. Okay, Becky hit a wall. She had to do something different if she wanted to get if she, if she was going to get to where she wanted to be. Okay, Bailey hit a wall. Same thing, and she even said that she's even said that herself. Okay, she had to do something different to, if she wanted to get any further. Okay, um, you know, Roman Reigns. He hit a wall, and his wall now—the wall he hit was a, a lot higher. Yeah, but he still hit a wall that he <clears throat> and he he had a thing he wanted to be that he wasn't getting to be, and he had to do things differently to do it to get there. Um, but if you get to where if you get to the place you want to be, and you know, and if if you get there early on, then no people don't. Like they don't change fifty times just for the sake of doing it. Well, and that being said, they've tried Charlotte Flair babyface. It sucks. Charlotte Flair babyface doesn't work. No, it's it's my least favorite version of Charlotte. <clears throat> you know, and when you when you get in this industry and you create something that works, you ride it until the wheels come off. You know, Hulk Hogan rode Hulkamania until the wheels finally came off and he had to do NWO. He did it again, as Rob was just saying, out of necessity. Charlotte Flair is working. It's working. She's drawing money. She's selling merch. She's, sorry, guys, she's a draw. 
And until the wheels come off from that, there is absolutely no reason to change anything. You know, The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin ran the same gimmicks for years with no real evolution. And the one time they tried to evolve Austin and turn him heel, it stuck. You know, yeah. they turned him heel and aligned him with WCW. Why? Out of care, the, the, the sake of character development. Heel WCW Steve Austin stunk. And that wasn't what made money. Right. And yeah. that's just... I mean, again, Hulk Hogan, you know, the Hulk Hogan that you that we're familiar with, he started doing that around like 82 or 83, and he kept doing it for 14 years. Hmm. Okay. Um, look, Ric Flair has been Rick Ric Flair has been this guy since 19 like 81. <laughs> he never evolved. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, right. I mean um interestingly enough, by contrast, I always enjoyed the brief. He uh, babyface runs that Ric Flair did just for a change. Yeah, it, it was and right. I mean, it was but um, and I'm, I'm gonna get myself in trouble here, but whatever. I mean, because this this person who mentioned who who did this tweet about the evolution said the other horsewomen, and I'm sorry, Sasha Banks changed her hair color. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't really evolve, and, and even her Mercedes color. Monet. Really she, is not an evolution. No, she changed, and, and she only she's Mercedes Monet because she can't call herself Sasha Banks outside the WWE. Yeah, she's, she's the boss. She she's using a different word for boss. She's not even changing the whole like gimmick. She's the CEO it's now, just, not the boss. I mean, right. She's, and again, don't. she's not even using that as an evolution, like where suddenly she's wearing like I don't know suits and being more corporate or something like that. No, no yeah. she's just the same character. And it's just. You know, hey, God it, bless you if you like that shit. I I enjoyed the big dog Roman Reigns for years and would have continued to jo- enjoy him. Yes. But also, evolution is good. But, and then, well, the other thing is that, oh, look, she does the job that she's been asked to do. Okay, they have a certain, they have a certain lane that they like to keep her in. And this is what it is. Okay. Um... You know, she's kind of hinted that she she would like to, you know, at least expand on it some or whatever. But this is the lane that they like to have her in. And yeah. she likes her job. <laughs> and yep. so this is what it is. And, you know. Not a terrible lane to be in. Oh, of course not. And, no, it's but, not. <clears throat> and I mean, this and then. And I'm sorry. And then again, the last thing, this idea that that somehow she's like holding people back, that people are not getting chances because of her. Um, okay, so last year she was gone for eight months. Okay. They had eight months to do things with other people. Okay. They had eight months to do things with people who normally who maybe if she was there, they would not be doing things with. Okay, they had eight months. And they did do something with one person. They did stuff with a, with a fair amount of people, and they involved a lot of people. But guess what? Charlotte's back, and much like the big dog Roman Reigns, as much as you people don't want to hear it, judging by the merch she moves and the clicks she gets and the whatnot, she's got her fans, guys. It's not everyone over here in the wrestling community being like, oh, another, you know, getting all inside baseball about it. They just say, oh, the Flare Girl's back. Awesome. Business is about to pick up. Yeah. And um, 
And but they had look, they had eight months. Okay, if if they did not book the division to your satisfaction during those eight months, that is you know, if that is not her fault. Right. Okay? If you if if you're upset about if she's gone for eight months, she comes back after eight months, and you're still upset about people not getting chances, then that's not her fault, and she does not have to take a back seat because somebody who did not get a chance during those eight months should get a chance now. Okay, if the people you wanted to get a chance during those eight months, if they did not get a chance, you need to look at the people in charge and you might have to look at the the person themselves. Okay, and that's okay. That's, I mean, I'm sorry. That's what it is. Okay, and look, this time she was gone for two months. So they had two months to do whatever the heck they wanted to do. Okay, and, and in fact, and look what happened over the two months. Um, you know, Zelina Vega got a pay-per-view title match. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's not, okay. So we, let's not sit there and say that they're not doing, okay. Um, you know, EO Scott got a pay-per-view title match during those two months. Okay? Maddie got a pay-per-view title match. Right. Oh, um, God. well, but <laughs> <laughs> I see that now, now you're, now, now you're ribbing, you're ribbing the audience now. <laughs> But, but you know, if at some point you got to look at management, okay? And if if you're just if you're that unsatisfied, if your take is that, well, it's, you know, other people should get chances. Well, again, other people, in some cases, other people are getting chances, and in some other cases, yeah. they they went back to the people that they usually go to. You know, other you know, other than Charlotte, of course, because last year during those eight months, you know, they were title shots being, you know, Becky got title shots, Oscar got title shot, Bailey got title shots, Carmella got title shots, you know, Rhonda got title shots after she lost the title. Like those are all people who those are all usual suspects. Um they that's who they were going to for a lot of that time. So if if you're if if the whole point is new people need chances, then okay, well then you need to look at that and you need to go look at management and say, okay, well how come during those eight months you gave all those title shots to the usual suspects? Um, you, I mean, I'm sorry, that's part. I mean, that's part of the deal here. Um, you know, and then look, even after she came back, after she beat Ronda, I mean, on on the other show, right? Um, they gave title matches to Alexa Bliss, who's had a million title matches. Again, usual suspect. Okay, if if your whole thing is people getting chances that haven't gotten any, then you should have had something to say about that. And yeah. that and, and that's and I'm not knocking Alexa Bliss. She deserves. She should be getting title matches. Okay, but if you're going to go on these big long winded rants about people not getting opportunities and this that and the other, then I'm sorry. Then then Alexa Bliss getting another title shot should have been right on your radar. But it wasn't <laughs> okay, yeah. and it's just you know. Man, look, the main one of the main characters of the TV show is back on the TV show. She's gonna do main character shit again, yeah. like well, like we were, you guys were talking about with the contracts. At this point, if you're not watching, the, if you're upset about this, I we we haven't been watching the same show for twenty years. Right. I, I mean. You know, 
Go ahead, Rob. One last oh. thought, and then I think we can. I, I don't want to beat this okay. one into the ground too much. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. That's right. okay. But yeah, That's but just okay. look, look, folks. This is what it is. Um, you know, those of you who are just constantly complaining and and, and taking it out of even out of the realm of kayfabe and the real. Uh, Rob, we lost you, buddy. Lost your audio, pal. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yep. Okay. Those of y'all who are taking us out of kayfabe and in real life, you're a bunch of hypocrites. And you, you, I have to question whether you've even been paying attention to the show for these eight years. And, of course, the answer to that is no. And you're a bunch of hypocrites and you're a bunch of idiots. And <laughs> and, and that's just what it is. The shoot Rob bear saved, has Rob spoken. saved the best shovel for last. No, oh, look, there's nothing better than burying the, the, the IWC, okay? Those people? Yeah, those people. Those I, will always people. Have, I will always have a shovel ready for them. Same. I will be um, there with you. Right. Buddy. Well, before we get out of here, I want to invite you to go over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot from there. Pick yourself up an official Mindless Wrestling Podcast t-shirt. That's right. We now have a t-shirt up on the ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick it up, pick it up in soft style. Your skin will thank you. We will thank you. Again, you have been listening to the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, part of the Chairshot Radio Network on the Chairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. Going to wrap back around the room here and thank my cast of characters, my co-hosts here tonight, Bucky's tag team partner, Jason. Fun night tonight, sir. Thank you starting here for helping kind of drag me out of the doldrums. Hey, man, it's always, you know, you guys help me all the time. So uh, happy to return the favor. And from the Rob the Genius podcast, the Shoot Bear, again, Rob, thank you for another good show. And thank you for helping kind of pick me up. I, I needed this tonight from you guys. Oh, no problem. And I would like, to, uh, just on a, on, a, on a lighter note, uh, I lived up to my name, my nickname today, <laughs> the Genius. Mm-hmm. And here's how. Um, uh, we got an email about our timesheets and we need to get them in early because of the holiday. And so I emailed, I called my supervisor. I was like, well, what holiday are we talking about here? Holy shit, dude. Oh, boy. <laughs> and my supervisor, who is a white man, said Juneteenth. Oh, boy. Oh, and shit, I just, you know, like like the, the Price is Right horn went off in my head. That, oh, you know, no. <laughs> and, oh, no. Um, and I said, oh, I guess uh, I should know about that, shouldn't I? Uh, do you need to turn your card in? Uh, Jesus yeah, I might, Christ, uh, man. I might, I might have to get to, I might have to, you know, get to, get put on probation for, for a little while here. Um, <laughs> I think, you're, I think you're getting like, you might be sentenced to 50 Dr. Umar memes sent to you or something <laughs> right. like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, ha- have you seen the, uh, the, 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 trailer for this new horror film and it's called the blackening yes and it's about like it's all black people in it it's all black people and there's a jason if you haven't seen the trailer it go look it up the blackening it looks absolutely brilliant it plays on all the tropes in horror movies that black people Uh, have to put up with and there's a scene in the movie where they're all gathered in this cabin and the bad guy's doing the thing where they have to decide who dies but they have to look amongst the whole group and they have to vote on who's the least black or is it the most or the least black problem? Something like that. Yeah. It's something like that. It's like whichever one of you is the, is the, no, it's the most black. Whatever. Whichever one of you is the blackest dies first. And you got the guy over there. So I'm the least black guy here. I voted for Trump twice. 
<laughs> Rob is, is going to be that guy. He's like, I'm the least black guy here because I forgot about Juneteenth. <laughs> and yeah, just that was just Christ Almighty. That was just one. Yeah, that was one of those moments. <laughs> oh my God, Rob! That's that, that. What a great way to end the show. That's yeah. That's yeah. good stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that one's on audio forever. Uh, yes, yeah. absolutely. Anyway, thank you guys as always for watching. We love you, the loyal listeners. I am the man with the award-winning and holy beard, DJ. Again, this is the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Remember, you can call it pro wrestling. You can call it sports entertainment. You can call it whatever you want, but call it in the ring. And we're out of here till next week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.